Hey everybody, welcome to the show, Feeling Well. I'm Ralph and I'm here as always with... Lloyd Howell, um, just happy to be here, happy to be a person on the earth this day. Um, it, is a, it is a bright and chilly day outside, Ralph. The weather is, right. is fantastic. We got, um, a, we got a light fl- uh, flurry out there. That's right, that's right. Falling I, faintly, faintly falling. I biked over here, I felt the, the flush the living of, in the dead. I felt the flush of winter on my, on my cheeks. And, mm-hmm. uh, and folks, there hasn't been a much of a winter this year. No, no, not, not to your liking. No, just uh, just really kind of, you know, there there hasn't been a single s- snowstorm of of any significance. It's, I guess it's that's been, true. It was sixty degrees a couple of days ago. Like everything's falling apart, man. We got coronavirus in the air. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the news recently, man? I'm um, I've been going through a kind of accelerated Kubler Ross this week of accepting that I'm going to get the coronavirus. Yeah, well, we all are. Yeah, I'm at a above average risk. Are you? Mm-hmm. Oh well, I guess. Allow me to explain. Okay, please. So, um, I produce video content for a medical professional mm. who uh, trades in stem cell treatments. I know the one. And um, because uh, stem cell technology is not all that legal in the u.s he uh performs his procedures at various clinics uh around the world mm-hmm. and his stem cell hookup is in wuhan china oh no really which in is wuhan. yes that's the place where it's like they come from wuhan which is oh, where no. the coronavirus for those of you who don't know originated shit so he has <laughs> so he has folks coming in and out of there Ooh. with the stem cell hookup ah and not only that um, we go to these uh, conferences at different uh, cities in America, just semi-regularly. Just you know, different medical professionals with like their booth, with their their doodad or whatever service mm-hmm. they're offering in a convention hall. You know, whatever boring stuff. But the one that we're supposed to go to at the end of next month, you know, they have like a warning on their website. Because like half the people who go there are Chinese, yeah. So they're like, you know, try to be uh, hygienic or whatever. So it's yeah. like, okay, one, I I don't even want to go on this trip. It's just a tedious work trip. I don't right. want to go on it. I'm currently being furloughed, so I'm not even going to be paid for one day of it. Oh, and chances are it's not even going to materially benefit my boss. These conventions are typically a crapshoot. Yeah, I'm going to die for that. <laughs> You're going to put your body on the line. I'm done, man. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, I'll pod through it, and this could become like kind of a chilling document yeah. of me. I guess I would have to remote in because I would be quarantined. Yeah. And yeah. I would have to like... I would have to like beg the state to let me have podcasting equipment in my <laughs> in my sanitary cube. No, please, please, you don't understand. Like this is this is very important. Mark and Kevin have to hear this. Yeah. Oh. But I mean it's 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 you're right, it's gunning for all of us. I mean, I saw that they were they were screening like eighty people in Long Island. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And first all, first reported death earlier today in really? Washington. Yep. Um Well, I just wanted to say that to that I just want to say that I hope the coronavirus prevails where hurricane sandy didn't and destroys long island (laughs) (laughs) oh it's not a matter of when but how good riddance yeah oh boy yeah well so they say that the coronavirus is gonna like like everyone's gonna get it pretty much but it's not is that what they're saying it's not well that's the thing like coronavirus is pretty it's a flu like Mm -hmm. 
not everyone who gets it is going to die. Sure. Like it's if you're, only if you're, really older people are yeah, at if risk. You're, if you're prone to respiratory infection, if you have like immunodeficiencies, you're in trouble. But, you know, strapping young bucks like you and I, Ralph, mm. we can, we can uh, sit pretty. You know, we can, we can get all the coronavirus we want. I don't and know. Walk away scot free. You give me a real coronavirus kind of vibe. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is a coronavirus vibe to you? I could see you kind of being like you get the coronavirus, you're quarantined, uh-huh. and then from like your plastic cell, you become kind of like the face of it, and it's like now this. So then it's like the the muted footage of you talking with the uh-huh. little lower thirds uh-huh. appearing before the screen. <laughs> I can see you being that guy, you Lloyd know? Howell, coronavirus yeah. enthusiast. And there's yeah. like a, like startling details to people who know you. Like you're like there's you're just hairless suddenly. Like watching. <laughs> oh, it. oh, yeah. That wouldn't be any good. Yeah, yeah. You're because like, of- well, it's you know it's really not bad. Mm-hmm. You know I got a sturdy cot and uh, <laughs> <laughs> three square meals a day. And what more do you want, really? Sure, I can't see my loved ones, but I can't have everything. And then, then there's like a there's like a, a stinger at the end that just kind of. Uh, subtly reports that Lloyd Howell passed away (laughs) (laughs) shortly after the recording of this interview. Oh, (laughs) my point is, I think you would take it well. Sure. I guess it's the same. It really fits in with your image of me as like this kind of the, the, the man who, who dies in the Napoleonic war and like, dies in a plague. I just think that suffering really suits you. You can, you can really, you, you can carry it. Sure. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. It's like intrinsic yeah, to mind. your being. <laughs> Unhappiness is not a pathogen that pervades you. It's uh-huh. it's the furnace that. Sure. Yeah. Sure. If it isn't to like a, you know, a volley of musket fire, like, you know, kind of starving to death on my, yeah. on my wretched shack somewhere. I could just hear so clearly you saying the sentence. Well, will my insurance cover it? You know, I can. <laughs> oh no! Are you sure? God, I, mean, I thought I, I thought that it. I mm. thought for sure. Could you check again, just to be sure? I mean, I, you know, I, I kind of, I, 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 I've been paying my premiums there. You know, I've been paying into uh, well, it for years now. I, look, I don't want to put you out, sure. but. Uh, no, I'm not raising my voice. <laughs> I, I just, you know, you, I, as you might understand, you know, you might expect I don't wanna, them. I don't want to put this on you, but this flesh-eating virus, it hurts. It hurts. Yeah. yeah, it it, uh, it burns my, my skin. And it, um, I, uh, my, my wife won't look at me anymore. Um, but I understand that it's not your call. Yeah. I understand that it's oh, not God, your... God, I'm getting, I'm getting whole maudlin on you. I'm sorry, but... <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, nothing like a global pandemic to to put your you gotta laugh, midwestern folks. Uh, folksiness to the test. That's right. Yeah, I've been I've been told recently that I that I am I am culturally midwestern, but okay. I did not grow up in the Midwest, and I don't I don't know what to make of that because I say ope, like I uh, yeah I, I say stuff like that. Mm, oh boy, oh, uh, mm. yeah. Which it's hard to argue too much with that. I guess, but it's not a... Well, what else would that include? Um, uh, well... Because it seems like a part of your thing is, like, the ironic deployment of, like, mm. old-timey expressions. Yeah, yeah, know? kind of a, uh, a self-aware folksiness and kind of a, a self-effacing knowledge that you're, that you're not cool, that you're not 
So, so you kind of you're a no frills kind of guy. I'm I'm a simple man, Ralph. <laughs> Doesn't take a lot to please old Lloyd. Uh, three hots and a cot. I was uh, I was thinking about you uh, last night. I went to a um, a comedy show fundraiser for Bernie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That? It was like a stand up show with a bunch of people, mm. and like the the door went to Bernie or whatever. It was mm. not like a uh, officially a part of the cam- uh, sure. campaign, but. And I went, and I've been going to an unusual amount of uh, stand-up shows lately. Yeah. And I feel like if you only really watch stand-up once in a blue moon or online or on television, you mostly just see people who are at least pretty good. Yeah. Because, of course, people with, like, a baseline level of quality are going to be the visible ones. Right. And everyone last night was fine, but, like, not everyone was doing excellent. Okay. You know, like... Not every joke was getting a laugh, uh-huh. kind of overcompensating, like the, their energy level exceeding the energy of the audience, getting kind of shouty to no avail. Like it was fine. Yeah. No one was embarrassing themselves. But it was like a, it was only like an adequate level of success. Yeah, I saw it. It was an interesting because it was like some people who just like really clicked. And then there were like smatterings of mediocrity that like nonetheless cleared the bar. And in that moment, I was like, huh, maybe I maybe I could see Lloyd doing this. <laughs> uh. <laughs> like maybe you I could, could clear that. Low, maybe low you bar. could do that and you can be yeah. filed into the, you know, into the the what do they call it? Um, I, I could I could take my place in the grand procession of sure of guys my age who try to stand up. You could be like a marginal voice. Yeah. And also ran. And also ran. <laughs> and that's probably the best I can A minor for. league player. Yeah. 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 As we like to say, a Wikipedia footnote. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. yeah. Uh, like if there was a massacre at a nightclub, you'd be the 13th victim uh-huh. listed on that's Wikipedia. Right. That's right. Yeah. And they'd have to check if I was like a performer or an audience <laughs> member. Not really clear. Like, not, definitely not a headliner. But was he? Was no, he that guy worked the door. Oh, oh, my oh. apologies. I didn't know. Oh, okay, yeah, he was performing. Yeah. Okay, I didn't notice. But and um, later tonight, I'm going to a poetry reading. My friend Peter, he like he's a writer. He has poems, but uh, the poems can kind of like double as stand up jokes. So he kind of oscillates between those two worlds. Uh huh. And he'll uh, he'll curate these uh, poetry readings. And he's like the host and he's like kind of funny and just dipping in and out with his bits or whatnot. But then there's always like, it's, it's like a diverse slate of people and a few of them are always like deathly earnest, okay. you know, like my, oh. my flower bled onto the floor, you know, it's like very heavy <laughs> yeah. stuff about like sexual identity and race and yeah. sexual violence and things like that. And then like, there's always like a guy who like rounds out the fifth slot who's like, He's like this scruffy, affectless white guy, and he doesn't have like. I remember once Peter actually did a reading at the Poetry Project with just one other person, this woman, and she like read this like epic poem about her lifelong struggle with constipation. Mm-hmm. And it was actually like really compelling and heavy, even though mm. it was about you know yeah. shitting out your doo doo ass <laughs> or not. But he didn't have like an ID Paul angle. Obviously, he didn't have like an illness that he can like elevate into an identity, and it's just just like dry completely forgettable just penultimate reading slot and i'm like yeah that i see no reason why that can't be you <laughs> <God>. <laughs> I, 
you what have more I... you have more charisma than that guy is what i mean to say <laughs> i could i could be that fifth slot what would lloyd howell write poetry about what do i have to or, add or jokes i was wondering about this too because today in stand-up i feel like there's three versions you can be like I'm using this term very broadly. You don't have to be like Nanette, mm-hmm. but you can be a comedian who is in some way personal. Okay. Like a, a comedian who talks about their life. Yeah. Yeah. Which encompasses a lot of people. Sure. You can be a purely observational comic, or you can be like a hectoring, like political comic who doesn't even tell oh, jokes. Yeah, yeah. But I had a hard time really imagining you as the personal comic. Right. Because I feel like you have this stoic heartland aversion. Mm hmm to like really plumbing the depths of your neuroses. Yeah. I, I feel like you don't like to actively make hay of your neuroses. You're more, I'm gonna push this down and I'm gonna do the action I have to do. I have to get stronger. I'm gonna grow <laughs> potatoes. And through doing that action, I'm gonna activate something and everything will be righted. Am I off base there? I don't think so. I mean, I know you used to see a therapist, so I guess yeah. that flies in the face of that theory, but what say you? Um. So let's see, I mean, I'm, I'm imagining I'm imagining this type of comedian, and I've I I know I know broadly what you're talking about, and that that kind of comedy it kind of it makes hay on yeah like everyone everyone is narcissistic to a certain degree, but I don't I don't really keep the I don't keep the minutes of my own life, so you know like this this podcast is more of a record of true what I've been doing than than like I don't keep a diary I don't I don't know like, and it I, is I indulgent. Kinda, Having yeah. a podcast is not a humble thing to do. Sure, sure. Yeah. But I mean, like, I wasn't, I wasn't about to do this by myself. Like, True. And also, this podcast, it feels like you're, I punish you a lot on the podcast. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. You so. make me, you make me pay for. <laughs> I'll tell you, like the the my workout session after, like the first time I worked out after you told me that Sam didn't think my lift was impressive, I just fucking ate shit, like. I did such a bad job. Don't like let him. Don't let him know that. Don't let him know no, that. No, see, I'm, I'm back on. I'm back on now. I'm doing fine now. I'm back. I'm, like it's all. It's all part of the plan. Don't don't I'm drink. Fine. Don't drink the haterade, Lloyd. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I've been. I've been feeling like a lot of pain in my chest recently. <laughs> oh no, that's not good. Like, um, I don't know. I haven't been to a doctor in a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Me neither. Yeah. And I'm kind of yeah. scared to go. I, I took my. I took my blood pressure like shortly before I came over here and it's like 140, 145 over 80, which is like kind of borderline high blood pressure. Oh yeah. Um, so I think I have high blood pressure too. Okay. I, I would not be surprised if you had high blood pressure. You fit the type. How's that? Just the, the sanguine personality. You're, uh, you're, you're out there. You're, 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 you're high energy, you know? Oh, interesting. Yeah. So you think that your, your mood really has that much of an effect on the blood pressure? I think it does. Hmm. I think it does. We are uh, we are men who feel a lot. Sure, Ralph. We don't just drift through life. We we affect the world, and we are affected yes. by it deeply. Yes, the we rage we, against the current. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, <sighs> and it makes your heart hurt to have that be the case. It's weird. Like it, kind of it kind of comes and goes. And I was thinking for a while that it was just like I'm. I must be really depressed. Like this. <laughs> This must just be like depression manifesting as like a knot of pain in my chest, but maybe it isn't, and that'd mm-hmm. be great. Which means I'm it just it would mean I'm I'm fine and I'm happy. Yeah, well, so, I mean, you work out, you eat a lot of vegetables, right? I, I I do eat a lot of vegetables. I I don't know. 
they say your cabbage water. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I don't. That's not. It's, that's not every meal. Right, it's a I, lot. I, of I rounded them. out. We know it's a lot of them. <sighs> I made some. I, I, What's I your greatest this? indulgence? A, mm. uh, a, a boiled steak. <laughs> <laughs> That is a classic New England yeah. uh, cuisine is boiled dinner, which yep. is just like corned beef. Oh, I, I, I discovered that recently. Yeah. It didn't look very good. It's not. Ugh. Yeah. It's like uh, it's just like chunks of corned beef thrown into a pot of water with like, you know, potatoes, carrots. Yeah. Onions. I came around to it in like deli form. Sure. I remember as a kid, every St. Patrick's Day, we'd have corned beef and cabbage at my grandmother's. And I hated yeah. it. I really didn't like it's it. It's a pretty... It's an unimpressive meal. <laughs> yeah. It's just kind of like a, a, a soggy, yeah, a soggy plate. Mm-hmm. And it's not that it tastes bad, but it's you know, chronically un, unspiced and yeah, you know, just the real basics. Just a, just slabs of calories. Yeah, uh, it's got like kind of just an anemic, pallid. Yeah, mm. kind of Lloyd-like aesthetic to it. <laughs> Come on, man. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I am more than corned beef. I am more than corned beef and cabbage. But I want to get back to, to speaking of uh, repression, because mm-hmm. like I don't even mean like stand up. That's like someone who's very obviously like I don't know, like Tig Notaro, like like rending something from their soul. But yeah. like I have a hard time even imagining you doing like kind of like run of the mill. Like maybe it's self deprecating. Maybe it's not. Like I, what would what would your hmm. Would you would you turn your neuroses in some way on whatever level of seriousness into a form like a direct form of creative expression? See, that's the thing. I think I might have to. Yeah. I I don't know because I don't have the kind of um, I don't have the kind of rhetorical flourish necessary to be the kind of hectoring political comic. I don't, no one wants that anyway. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah. think. What was the second one? Observational. Observational. Mm. Yeah. Your Seinfelds, yeah. your John Mulaney's, <clears throat> I guess. I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't pull that off either. That's like a whole other thing. It's a whole other thing, and I, I'm, I'm completely unsuited to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would have to figure out how to parlay my own neuroses and my own sufferings into some kind of act. But I, but that would, that would involve like, or you can be you a know. gimmick comic. <clears throat> you can lean entirely into the like a Joe Para, or a, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. You can try and make some kind of uh, halfway ironic, really lean into the halfway ironic hokum angle yeah. of your tweets. I, I feel like I feel like that field has been colonized pretty heavily recently. You think so? Yeah, yeah. Like, cause, cause Joe Parra talks to you. Like, that's a that's that to me is the distillation of that mm-hmm. that joke. Um, not that there's not a little more room for that. Like, I'm not I'm not Joe Parra, obviously. Like, I. It's a different kind of... Basically a comedian who puts forth like a highly stylized caricature of themselves. Yeah. 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 Maybe I could figure that out. We'll but, see. No, I feel like you would do the personal thing, but it would be a, a new frontier for you. Hmm. Perhaps previously unseen, but it would suit you once you put your mind to it. Because it would require me to like sit down and like think about and think about myself. Yeah, like I feel, sit in a room I feel like you don't myself. like to center yourself as a subject. Oh, I don't. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I, I, I love nothing more than to, <laughs> than to you know disconnect from sure. society at 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 eleven thirty p.m. and crack open a sure. twenty four ounce Rolling Rock and just kind of let content, it all drift. You're content to be a cog. 
Mm. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm I am a, I am a blade of grass in front of a mighty wind. Yeah, and I'm swaying. I'm swaying back and forth. I'm just happy to be here, Ralph. Yeah, because I guess there is a level of narcissism. <clears throat> I mean, stand-up comics are infamously like. Oh yeah. Just just wrecks as people. So mm-hmm. I guess you mm-hmm. would have to uh, allow yourself a degree of uh, self-indulgence, self-interest. Yeah. 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 I mean, and that's that's and your that's, aversion to it is to your credit. But it might be interesting to dip your toe in the water. Who Maybe knows? so. Maybe so. I, I, I have I have the same feeling about stand up comedy as I do about directing films, honestly. Like it's that same all art, basically. It's that same yeah, yeah. It's that same instinct of like, what do I have to add here, really? Which is not necessarily a healthy No, it's not. My view is that um if it's something that's honest and honestly comes from you, it inherently has value. Sure. That's the essence of art. Sure. You know? And like, yeah, it, you're not you're not necessarily hurting anyone, and many and and if you don't do it, then the people who are like kind of naturally very narcissistic and very like willing to do the work of self promotion, they're you know they're just kind of. I just don't think you need to justify it. I think it has value in and of itself, and that people mm. um, just if if they're interested, it's a. Uh, yeah. You know, to keep the tradition of art alive, people should do it if sure. you want to do it. Sure. Yeah. And I mean, listen, we've, uh, you know, by doing the pod, by doing the podcast, we've kind of, you know, you've taken a step. We've clipped the padlock as it were. Oh can, yeah. Uh, as I've said before, it's, there's, there's no standards anymore. No, there's no. clearly nothing. I won't lower myself to at this point. The wild west. <laughs> as soon as, as soon as someone, you know, you know, tells you to tells you to do something and in return they offer you know fame and fortune and sure or, or at least or at least recognition or at least some views at least some clout mm-hmm. you know like you'll 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 do it you'll yeah. do it i think i believe that offer still stands right like for what if uh, if if people want you to go fast you'll go fast oh absolutely yeah yeah i will yeah. go on any podcast mm-hmm. i don't care if it's info wars yeah i don't care if it's hosted by a woman mm-hmm. i will go on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> kidding but <laughs> <laughs> The two genders, uh, yeah, yeah, wars and woman. But um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I'm a whore now, so yeah. I posted a yeah. I posted a thirst trap on Twitter yesterday. I saw it. Not a fan. Yeah, you didn't care for Not it. Not a fan. It was uh, it was in case you haven't seen this, and you should you should honestly go check it out. Um, just to just to experience it along with the rest of us. It's uh, it's Ralph uh, shirtless, mm-hmm. kind of with a with basically the same expression as he has in the in his avatar yeah. of the of the podcast and uh you know he's got his I'm chain a, on i'm in a dark room in a dark room and he's 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 green screened the wall behind him to just be some big bouncing anime titties that's correct it was an uh, instagram filter yes yes and uh i just came out of the shower yeah. i saw that filter on someone else's mm-hmm. uh, story on instagram thought i'd give it a spin thought and, i'd share it with the world and and, and ralph he's, he's he's literally just vibing there just, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's very, I'm, it's ex- a, I'm exploring all avenues to get ears to the podcast, Lloyd. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so Lloyd, much. Can I say something? Could you please not stigmatize sex work? All right. <laughs> Cause I'm trying to use my sex appeal <sighs> to drive people towards the podcast. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So you are in effect stigmatizing sex work with your own chast attitudes. There's going to be more where that comes from. Last episode, I was too horny. This episode, I'm not horny enough. (laughs) You're moving the goalposts, Ralph, and I don't appreciate it. Oh, boy. (laughs) Look, Uh, we get enough followers. 
I'm showing some hog. You're showing I. In, you're, in, in, you'd be right to do it. Inure yourself right to, to me to now. <laughs> All right. Smooth Moffatone. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's going to be Smooth. a big summer. <laughs> Perish the thought. You should come in there with me. Oh, treat see, the folks. You're, you're the, the one working out. I, I, uh, I've been, I've been, well, I, well, now I'm spooked. Yeah. Now you're, now you're gun shy because yeah. the one time you, you humbly tried to put yourself out there, you were <laughs> smacked down in a public forum. <laughs> Because you showed it to him. I know, I know. Because I have a private Instagram. <laughs> he never would have saw it. No, he saw it because of the promo you made. Oh, he, oh, right. Yeah, right. yeah. That's yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. Never mind. It's not entirely your fault. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, God. No, I, uh, I, I'm still recording myself lifting, but I, I'm not posting it anymore because it is a, uh, uh, Peanut gallery. It's the only chomping well, at the bit. Well, no, like I, I'm, I'm recording it so I can check my form, so I'm not like oh, interesting. fucking up my back and all that stuff. I'm taking it slow, trying to play the long game, assuming that I'll survive the next decade or so. Yeah. If coronavirus doesn't take us all. Yeah. Inshallah. Oh boy, how's your week been, man? How you doing? Um, resigning myself to my fate at the hands of the coronavirus. Yeah, yeah. As I do. And uh, just the usual blur. What about mm-hmm. you? Um. Oh. Uh, I took uh, took Eugene to the vet today. Eugene, your uh, wobbly cat. That's another thing too. You're going to give me a hard time for presenting my body mm-hmm. when you use a disabled animal to 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 ingratiate yourself to the masses and it rakes in the likes <laughs> it rakes in those fucking engagements you like like nothing else to get, like nothing else can nothing else i do can can uh i'm just saying game ought to recognize game <laughs> listen i think well you, you tell said, you what you said you, on the podcast l- that you find eugene disturbing you don't you don't like the look of him he's kind of off-putting to he's me, off-putting yeah. to you and look i don't want to look i don't know if this would make you uncomfortable <laughs> Maybe you loan me, Eugene. We combine our efforts. Scandally clad Ralph. My heart just sank into my stomach. (laughs) A a visceral protective instinct. (laughs) You stay away from him. He's a good boy. All right, go on. Oh, um, oh, I was just going to say that that we went to the went to the vet, um, and uh, and he did not survive. He he died. He he passed away. He passed away. It's unfortunate. Um, From. from being too much of a sweetie pie. Oh yeah, yep. Terminal, terminal sweet little boy syndrome. Mm-hmm. That's and, not uh, true. He didn't. Die. Not, he didn't die. He's yeah. fine. I, I saw you were t- you, only only uh, minutes ago. You were posting about. Oh, I got no bath time for you. I guess. Oh, home. <laughs> <laughs> it was a text post. It was a text and image. <laughs> you're adding those. You're adding the hemming and hawing around. I don't the think. Edges. I don't think you have to give cats a bath. Right. Um, I have to give Eugene a bath sometimes because because of his condition, mm. he will uh, he will fall down in the litter box, right onto his own. He's an he's a issue. He's an especially filthy animal. Yes, yes. Yeah. And so every now and again, he needs a bath, and he hates it. He hates it with his life. Yeah, they don't um, care for that. No, no. Uh, but I got to do it, and uh, and if I don't do it, he stinks. He stinks real bad. Mm-hmm. But that's enough about Eugene. Um, See any terrible posts online this week? Oh, oh boy. What were the heavy hitters? I'm trying to remember. It was a 
I'm working again, so I had plenty of time to... More Twitter time. More Twitter time. And we love that. Um, did I... I didn't really have a lot of big posts this week. It was pretty quiet. Yeah. That's it. I, I, I got to give myself space to like not knock it out of the park absolutely every week. Sure. Uh, uh, what's been going on? <laughs> what has been going on? Just plug a tweet right now. Mm. Well, I've been making a lot of those those feeling well promos. I've been asking people what to eat for lunch. I've been doing right. I've been doing Borat Borat Sanders. I think is something that's like. Well, I meant the wide world of Twitter, not your Twitter. Not account, my Lloyd. Twitter account. Yeah, oh. I said, D- have you seen any bad posts this week? You just immediately started bloviating about your own posts. <laughs> Ooh. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Um, I, I, I could not for the life of me tell you what posts I engaged with this week. I've been sitting it's on a tweet a that I've been hesitating to fire out, but I think it's a funny one. Let's hear it. It goes, where do you get one of those anemic little girlfriends that they have that have Crohn's disease? I love an at death's door type of broad. <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, For some reason, I've been hesitating <laughs> to pull the trigger on that one. Wait, what? Uh, what is Crohn's disease? What is that? It's like a, it's like a stomach thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So the the images of a of a, a frail. You know the type. I guess so. They're out there. They're out there. I think I think it might have to do. Uh, it might have something to do with eating disorders, okay. which makes it seem a little. Oh, yeah, a little, but, little insensitive. Yeah, don't want to bring up the eating disorders because those are tough. Um, PC culture forcing me to self-censor. <laughs> I said I liked it. <laughs> uh, I'm losing against the scolds in my head. I know, I know. <laughs> before, before you're even, a man has canceled a thousand times in his own head. Yeah, they're winning the war at home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, look how they massacred my boy. Uh, oh, I know. <laughs> Ugh. You like you like to talk about getting stronger. Yeah, that you you've not only that the way you frame it, it's not for um, uh, fickle reason. You you claim you want to get stronger because you want to bolster your your status as a defender of some kind. Is that correct? There's an element of that. Sure. Yeah. Um, I also just like existing in my body more when I'm sure. Strong. Yeah. Um, it just feels better. But you said you like to be a person who is in some way helpful and that yeah. getting stronger speaks yeah. to that. I think so. Have you ever intervened in like a public skirmish? I have not. I have not. That's never been a thing that's come up. I remember once I was on the C train coming home from work and I was sitting between two people, a man and a woman, and there was a man who came on the train who was uh, pretty unhinged. Oh. And... Um, I, I can only half hear what he was saying at first because I had my headphones in. But uh, he started uh, fat shaming the woman next to me. Oh. Uh, I forget what he said exactly, but he was like really going off, right? Mm. And then the man to my right, um, unfortunately, he like spoke up and he said, don't say that to her, you know? And he was a bit of a feminine gay man, okay, you know? And then this prompted the guy to... I'm going to approximate his voice. Get ready. He was saying things like, yo, you gay. Why you like dick? Pussy is better. Uh, oh, and oh he's, he's like saying a lot of that. 
and he will not he's relentless uh-huh. and he's talking about how he just got out of jail he uh-huh. doesn't care about going back to jail Ooh. and he's just going on this like homophobic tirade and i'm doing nothing yeah but it's like this is kind of this is kind of fucked up that he's saying this and then uh-huh. like it's just like the guy's not even engaging with him every, anymore everyone's just kind of on a, like a silent front and the guy just keeps going and like eventually he like gets up and he starts like 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 fainting striking him you know what i mean like uh-huh. he like kind of like, 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 he, like he's oh, like pulling his a... punches yeah like yeah. threatening him essentially at which point like finally like an mta worker appears from out of nowhere and like reasons with the guy and he gets off at the next stop uh-huh but it was like it was like really fucked up he was right, like like right. going on this like homophobic rant uh uh-huh. uh targeting this guy and um you know a part of you is of course like should i try to speak up and of course the answer right. is like any kind of speaking up is probably just going to escalate the situation. Right. Because right. you're dealing with like a person like this, like clearly the normal rules don't apply. Like they're not going to be yeah. shamed out of what they're doing. You yeah. don't know what their limits are. Mm-hmm. And like, I would certainly lose a fight to him. But best case scenario, it's like, let's say you get into a fight that just makes everyone else less safe. Right. And what you beat up a guy, that's the reward. Uh-huh. So it's like the logical thing to do is to ignore the man until some other force moves him away. Right. But then I subsequently started like torturing myself with like this fantasy where it's like, uh, you know, like, let's say, uh, you know, uh, uh, fantasy time. Let's say I had a girlfriend, Yeah. you know, and he was like saying something fucked up to my girlfriend or just like a female friend or if he was saying something like racist or homophobic to a friend, of, like something like really fucked up. Yeah. It's like you would feel motivated to do something even though it wouldn't be logical it's like it would truly be like not only like emasculating thereafter to not do that, but it would just feel like kind of wrong, even though logically it probably isn't wrong. You know what I mean? Do you, right, ever, do you ever struggle right. with anything it's like the, that? Yeah. Yeah, man. Like the, the, the it's like, all right, do I just like go all in? It's like, fuck it. Let's do this. And then it's like, I don't know. Like but, being being willing to kind of put yourself in a situation where like, like oh if i punch a guy like am i gonna go to jail like am i gonna get my ass kicked like, yeah will this make the situation worse is someone else gonna get hurt yeah like, collateral damage like what is what is what is worse like because uh, because the, the alternative is doing nothing just kind of letting that the, the wave of kind of uh crazy person energy like wash over the area and like yeah. everyone kind of leaves feeling like gross and like yeah like what like what was that like why did that happen and uh yeah, yeah. I was I was in uh it, w- it was like uh this past spring and I was on I was on the the one train in the middle of the day and there was like a like a like a big dude kind of kind of came came out of the came out from between the the cars and just kind of like like very very muscular, very tall, like not didn't seem to be like mentally unhinged just seemed to be like mad sure like wanted to wanted to pick a fight with someone Wait, waiting to start something yeah yeah and so he's like you know he's kind of getting in getting and there's there's like four people on in the train car it's like not okay. a not a lot of nearly vacant train car. yeah yeah and uh what time of day is this i'm sorry it's like probably 1 p.m oh so okay yeah so early day. uh and so he like you know he like gets in gets in this this small woman's face and like he's like hey uh, you know and uh, well like he's hitting on her or uh, just not not hitting on her just uh, uh, it was a, it was an Asian woman and he was like like hey what's up Asian mama 
Okay. And uh, and and she kind of like slipped away, and everyone else kind of slipped away, and I'm 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 kind of left sitting there, and uh, and I'm like I'm like glaring at him because I. Sure. I don't. Uh, you're I don't approve of what you're offended doing. of this injustice. But you know, yeah. and I'm, I'm and I'm kind of, you know, you're doing those calculations in your head. It's like, do I, like, at what point is it? How far am I willing to take this? Yeah, yeah. And like he and he gets in my face, and I'm sitting down, and I'm like, I'm like, you know, trying to trying to stare him down, but I'm seated, and he's and he's like, and he's like, stay down, you stay down, right? And I'm like. Well, now, now, you, so now it's, long story uh, short. Now you're now through no fault of your own, you're submitting to his whims. Right, yeah. right. Like now, now I to. It's like I was already sitting down. I was already. I'm not sitting down because you told me to, friend. <laughs> <laughs> you're being unreasonable. Uh, but you know, and that. So did like, you decide to protest? Like, okay, now I'm gonna. I like I didn't I didn't say anything. I just like yeah. I I sat there and like I stared at him until he until he left. Because okay. he did, he did end up leaving. He just kind of wanted to, I don't know, terrorize. He wanted to terrorize some yeah. people, and uh, save that for your podcast, buddy. That would be my advice. <laughs> yeah. But then, but then, oh boy, like then after the guy got off the train, and like I'm still sitting there, and there's like a, there's like a guy, uh, you know, some kind of some kind of like old New York guy. Uh, and he and he turned to me and he said, uh, "Listen, uh, not all people of color are like that." And I'm like, "Come on, man!" Like, oh wow, I wasn't. And he was he was white himself. He was, uh, I think he was white. Yeah, interesting. So he yeah. just kind of wanted to liberally. He wanted to edify, make sure. He wanted to make sure that that didn't make me racist. Right. He didn't want he didn't want that experience to turn you into a Travis Bickle suddenly. Right. <laughs> so he felt it upon himself to yes. yeah, yes. yeah impart Which, impart that knowledge. Yeah. yeah. I'm not really sure what to make of that, but uh, it reflects it reflects poorly on him, probably right. <laughs> I guess so, because he's. So. I mean, maybe not, because I guess all he's doing is presuming that you would be susceptible to right. turning racist. Yeah, but yeah, I he's feel trying like to do some harm reduction or whatever, like to. But I feel like that also betrays like. Is that racist of him to have said that? Because it's almost like it's almost like a comical understatement it's like <laughs> right, well of right. course but why are you like don't don't cower in fear of what, every person what, of color you why see. do you think it's your role to volunteer that to me yeah yeah but uh like what does that say about me and like what i look like and yeah. the kind of energy i'm giving off i don't know i don't know but it's uh it's that's a tough one like you ever get into like an actual fight mm, no besides no. uh on in the dirt farm back in the day with your good old boys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that you alluded uh, to. Did I tell you about that? Did I talk about that on you the podcast about it already? On the podcast, okay. Yeah. yeah. So your, your fight club. <laughs> yeah. Your corn pone fight club. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Bored rural boys. Um, hey, I tell you, last one standing gets the gets the mound of parsnips. <laughs> I believe you said. Yes, that's right. That's right. Uh, Whose family gets to last the winter? Say now, say now, Bill. I'm, I'm, I'm taking that. What, what's the thing that you pick up like this and you push, like a push cart on a? It's like a red barrel, a wheelbarrow. I'll say I'm taking the wheelbarrow of parsnips to to the ball, <laughs> to the promenade. <laughs> Sally Ann's sure to accept my dance now. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll learn her once she sees my yield. 
Uh, I, I would like to, I mean, cause, cause it does, it does kind of stick with you when you, when you don't intervene and, mm-hmm. and like that, that experience that I talked about, it kind of, it, it, it didn't like, because I wasn't with anyone who yeah. I'm close to. Like I mean, you didn't... truly had nothing to gain. Yeah. Know, from, it's yeah. not like you were defending someone else. Right. There was no right. one else even witnessing it. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, but you that's know. the thing. A lot of people who do like, like throw down, it, it just comes from like, like a, like a self flattering impulse to be mm-hmm. like, I'm going to be the guy. Right. You know, I right. think. Yeah. But is there, is there a, you see a, a lot of that for... in like, in like a, like some like lefty circles, like people who are like, Oh, I have permission to be like, uh, masculine and violent because I'm mm. on the right side uh-huh. when I go to this or that thing. I right. feel like that's kind right. of like an unhealthy impulse and a lot of like straight guys on the left. I yeah, I see what you're talking about. Like yeah. uh, I want like there. I think I think there is some like where where is the correct point? I feel like, like I know a lot of guys who have like they like get off on if not necessarily being violent being intimidating in some way mm-hmm. and they like are on high alert for any like halfway woke excuse they can like glom onto to indulge that impulse mm. you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, i'm not really talking about that but no, that I is know. that is that is a real yeah that i mean that's definitely a real thing i'm like like, how do you give yourself permission to, to like use violence to protect mm-hmm. someone that yeah. you care about? Like, like, how do you, how do you or, in or a risk violence, way, risk violence, like, you know, uh, you know, put yourself in the way of, of some kind of force that is, you know, maybe a real threat, maybe a vague threat, whatever, like giving yourself that permission to like, okay, like maybe I'll put myself in harm's way. Mm -hmm. Like, how do you do that? How do you kind of... Well, my original point was that that almost never helps the situation. Yeah. That just leads to, that just creates a a less safe environment. Right, right. But it's like, at what point, the question is like, at what point uh, do you feel you need to do it for the sake of doing it? Because it's, it's, the situation has reached uh, just such an unjust end. It's like, you know what? Yeah. This guy has to get his ass kicked. Right. I'm going to take that upon myself. But is that ever helpful? Is that ever really helpful? I don't know. Good question. Good question. I'm reading uh, Nixon Land, and uh, I'm recently past the part where the author recounts, like, um, whatever it was called, like the moratorium on the Vietnam War, like the huge moratorium that they did, mm. and, like, Kent State, and, and just kind of, like, the breadth of, like, uh, like violent protests that took place near the end of the 60s and in the early 70s uh, in opposition to the Vietnam War. Mm-hmm. And just kind of marveling at how, like, it had an effect. Like, it actually would, like, it, like, rattled the president, like Nixon. Uh-huh. It was actually, like, a force in society that was, like, credibly warring with, like, the powers that be. Mm-hmm. And it's like, do you think people are still capable of those kinds of demonstrations? Mm. Oh, boy. Because, I mean, I don't want, I don't like to draw, like, generational distinctions. Um, like, I, don't, I, I do think people are more complacent simply because, like, just because of recent history. Like, I feel like people mm. 
have like kind of forgotten what politics is. Maybe they're waking up to it now, but for so long people were pacified because they didn't like have the notion that politics is about like wielding power to your advantage, right? like right. leveraging power, which can sometimes take the form of violence to your advantage. Right. And I think a part of it is technology. Like people process the world in such a diffuse way now yeah. Yeah. that it doesn't occur to people that it's like, oh, there are people in power. I have to in some way express power to counter theirs or something. Right. Is that making any sense? It I, does. I feel like that's sure that eludes a lot of people. Yes. Yes. But then you have the things like the like the airport protests in 2017. Sure. Like, you know, these instances where people do, you know, they 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 converge on a location and they use kind of a, a mass politics um, mindset to 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 make some change. And like those you could you could argue that those protests were like fairly successful. Sure, um, you know, but but I mean, things like that a, crop up now and that now and then. They do crop but, up now and again, but it's not a it's not a commonplace thing, and it's definitely not as militant as it was back in. Yeah, and I remember like when Trump was first elected. Um, you know, obviously everyone was very emotional. I was, mm-hmm. you know, people were speculating about, you know, what direction the country was going to take. Everyone was freaking mm-hmm. out, and I remember I saw some exchange on Twitter where it's like, you know, what you know, like what is like the left or just like what is what is it going to look like and someone replied like people are going to have to get used to a new paradigm in which like protest is a new part of life and like organized protest is something that everyone does recurringly and that definitely didn't happen right like there are things that spring up every now and then but like they're completely peaceful protests right you know they're not really met with violent resistance because they don't really take it to that place and like risk life and limb. I certainly haven't done it, but I wonder like when shit really starts to hit the fan and I guess in many ways it has just depending on how you look at it. Sure. Do people have that capacity anymore Mm. or is it just, I don't know. Am I losing something through my perspective? I don't know. I mean, I, uh, I wonder, I wonder, I know, I know that, you know, some, some, obviously there's, there's a, a dedicated group that that do have that capacity. Um, I think I think people are trying to like people who are on the left and trying to yeah. like make the most impact are are trying to be very strategic yeah. about how how they use resources and like whether you know. And I will say this, just reading this book. Not that I'm like suddenly an expert, but it is a great book, and it is very clarifying about how you know the. Uh, the, the neoliberal paradigm we're saddled with, how it came to arrange itself. It truly is, because, like, you know, uh, uh, the, the kind of the folly of the hippies is that they weren't doing, like, coalition building. Yeah. And they didn't really have, like, a class-first politics that yeah. appealed yeah. to people. So maybe prioritizing that over, like, barnstorming violent protests isn't the worst thing in the world at sure. this juncture. Sure. You know? that, that is something that they talked about, not to bring this book back up again, but in, in the romance of American communism, they did talk a lot about like people from the old left, like uh, like CPUSA and like the, the earlier socialist movements that were kind of much more keyed into like a more internationalist yeah. um, struggle, you know, coming up against the hippies in the 60s where where protest became very personal. Yes. And it became about aesthetics and like personal. That's kind of the thesis of the book. Cause the interesting thing is that like Richard Nixon, he, he grew up reviling elites, right? Yeah. But 
you know, he would call them the Franklins, and then his people were the Orthogonians, the silent majority, which was uh-huh. like the school. It was like the social club he started for all the losers at his school. It's like <laughs> the people that he appealed to were the Orthogonians. So it's like he had this natural instinct to resent the elites, but he never put it into class terms. And then he essentially, not to make it all about him, but that's kind of the angle the book takes, mm. he essentially projected that onto the populace. Mm. And like the left was also kind of a big thing you know it like talks about like kind of like the 72 election it's like the left was divided by those polls where you kind of have the old school guys and then Mm -hmm. you have like kind of the new youngsters who are kind of like fetishizing the whole thing and it's all about like calling people out who are not legitimate or this or that so they weren't like united by like a key set of principles that are tied to something concrete yeah 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 oh boy God damn it! We've we've started talking about leftism again. I know on the podcast. I'm I will sorry, say guys. that I, again, you seem like someone who would be seamlessly and without complaint fed into the maw of violent resistance. <laughs> 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 if I may, if I may stop oh, to compliment you. God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Ralph. I appreciate that. But yeah. Once again, um, we we stopped to exchange our respective book reports like a couple of fucking nerds. <laughs> oh. I mean, this is this is something that I that I hear talked about a lot. And uh, 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 Carrie at Eating with My Car on Twitter has kind of talked about this a good bit about how like uh, like revolutions are just very they're extremely violent and bloody, and we're we're just nowhere near that. And like, we're a soft the, people. Yeah, everyone the, is not just the left. Everyone in America. Yeah, is. of course. Yeah, we're very comfortable. We are not. And we don't have this kind of culture of, like, like France. Please stop sending your tourists to New, to New York. Like, I hate to see you in Soho. <laughs> However, like, you're like the general strike is still ongoing. Like, yeah. they 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 have a they have a culture of we just, don't we don't really have that gene. We don't. Yeah, and it's you know it's because of a lot of reasons. Uh, but it is just we cannot pretend that we're I. Recently, for armed struggle against the state. It's just no, I mean, that, I mean, I'm the first one to say that that tanky shit is nonsense. But like, even like the demonstrations in the '60s weren't that. I guess they were trying to do that, but sure, like, like the weathermen were. But yeah. yeah, but I not too long ago, I spent all day at work, um, and I had never done this before. I haven't done it since. I don't know why, but I was so compelled, so fascinated so fully entertained addicted to it really watching fight video after fight video on twitter oh like you know those those videos that come that are just like it's just a cell phone video of two people fighting just for real people in the wild having like a spontaneous fight Uh. and i was watching it and it was like so exciting and like Mm. abject like I, i i like like you ever like just watch someone getting knocked out for real? It's, like it's so shocking. Yeah, like one minute they're like they're 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 throwing their limbs around and then they just clock them the right way in the yeah. forehead and, and they, they immediately the go dead. Yeah, it's so fucked. And I was like, oh shit! <laughs> and like some of them were like like they were all like so ugly and embarrassing. The fights like there were these yeah. two kids just like fight like they were fighting in the hall. But then it like came into the bathroom and like Mm -hmm. as the kid's falling down, he accidentally punches his fist into like a piss filled urinal and then takes it out and then hits him again. (laughs) And just like some of them were like really like fucked up. Like they'll be like 
racially charged or there'll mm-hmm. be like too violent and i'll be like did i just watch someone get killed yeah. or it'll be it, and it's just like so transfixing mm-hmm. and it's like the aesthetics of a real fight like like grabbing clothes being thrown yeah. into things and the thing is it's graceless yeah and it's ugly and it's embarrassing yeah you know like it was grotesque and i, w- I was loving every minute minute of it but it's like that's the reality of like thrown down in public yeah you know yeah or it's like if you lose it's like such utter and like most people just have no idea how to fight i have no idea how to fight <laughs> most people are like winded in five seconds right and it's just like god the humiliation of losing but also like even if you win it's like what did i lower myself to you uh-huh. know but boy howdy is it excellent content <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a proven crowd pleaser oh yeah you ever look at like you you, you you ever like wade into like the dark side of the internet like that? I mean, that's not that dark. Everyone uh, like whenever there's a fight, people like shout World Star and upload it. But like, sure. I remember uh, a friend of the show, Sam. He had a phase where he would like look at death gifts on oh. 4chan all the time. Yeah, I I've seen my fair share or of like Rotten dot com and the yeah, like. I guess. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I used to I used to like you know browse 4chan and I'd see things of that nature. Yeah. Back in college. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's yeah, it's like a it's a transgression almost. Well, it's like yeah. you're not supposed to see it. Well, of course, yeah, it's morbid fascination. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Mm. I guess I know how I'm spending my evening. Yeah. No, I, Lloyd's gonna get his get his uh, hog standing up to videos of some guy just icing himself. Yep. Yeah. And that seeing that candle go out. <laughs> Nothing gets you going more than than seeing someone unceremoniously sticking that period at the end of their sentence. Yeah, yeah, because you just it makes you feel alive, and it makes you know you 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 see how fragile you are, and you see how fragile we all are, and in that moment you feel connected to the rest of of mankind, and you're just like, damn, I'm here for this. Yeah, I'm I'm alive. I'm here. Yes, I'm not him. I'm not that man. Not dead yet. Not dead yet. Though, folks, you can't stop what's coming. <laughs> Is it about time? Um, we're at 53. We could wrap it up if you wanted to. You have anything else to say? Um, no, no. I think I'm good, man. This has been a this has been a fun one, though. Sure. Yeah, we kind of it. This this was like a a tighter energy than a lot of other sure. ones. In a in a in a kind of like a we talked about violence and. I don't and like, like I don't like to have the listeners hear us talk shop. It makes us seem weak. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put on a brave face. We for know the exactly what we're doing. All right. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, um, you can you can follow the podcast at Feeling Well Pod. Um, please uh, rate us five stars and review us on Apple Podcasts if you're so inclined. You can follow me at Void Howler. You can follow Ralph at Hey Ralph Man. More thirst traps to come. Oh, yeah. You know it, baby. Arm uh, wrestle Lloyd if you have yes, the sand. Yes, yes. For God's sakes. Like, grow some stones. Mm-hmm. Sign, sign the, Google, the Google form. and uh, The Google form. <laughs> the, the Google, Google, the Google form. form. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just uh, have a good time. And maybe we Try can to turn, arm wrestle me. And then maybe we can turn that into some kind of content. Yeah. Some bonus content. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Okay. Well, uh, Ralph, always a pleasure, and we'll uh, we'll see you next time. Always a pleasure, Lloyd. Later, guys. Yeah, 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 yeah.